0: Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please welcome to the nice, the members of the 2016 NCAA National Champions from the University of North Dakota. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Welcome back to the has presented by 10K Takes, brought to you always by the Chill Boys. And this week, we're going to do a little something different with the Chill Boys. Shout out here. They've got shirts now, folks. And I told you that. Not just underwear, not just socks. Although, if you need underwear and socks, go to www.chillboys.com. But we've got t-shirts and the Chill Boys, they sent us a few t-shirts to try out. So I want us to all try them on right now. And give us give our take on you know what kind of you know how it fits, um, what you like about it, what you would change. Let's go through this little quick here. I've got t-shirts for everyone, so I'm gonna take the headphones off and hand out the t-shirts. I've got a, I've got an uh, XL for fashion, yeah. an XL for Ols, Couple units. I got a largest for you. Nice. Don't need a large. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's try these on just to see. Whoa, this yeah, is what nice. they feel like. Ooh, I like the They're also made yeah. of bamboo, for, ladies and really? gentlemen. Really? So. Yep, here we go. We got a little thank you.
1: Are
2: we I mean, going
0: under? Are, right are, are we going
1: tarps off here? Like full, I, I was going to say, are we
2: going yeah, tits right, out? I mean,
0: right off the bat, good <laughs> material. Yeah, like it, it's a nice weight. It is good material, well, but it's a
2: nice weight. Let's
0: see here. Well, here we go. It's got a little Under Armour feel to it.
1: Yeah, it does. feel like i maybe going to work out in it. I got to
0: flex a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm,
1: I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. And. Although you got me black. Oh, that's soft. It's, it's very slimming.
0: You know, yeah.
3: I like that.
1: That yeah, does
0: feel nice. Oh, Good shit. I, shit, I mean, right off the bat.
1: Good reviews to start.
0: Oh! Did, did they accidentally send us some Lululemon shirts? <laughs> I was going to say. I mean... Stretching. why would you ever go to lululemon to get a t-shirt now you, you know it, it
1: felt heavy holding it but yeah. on it yeah. it feels pretty light
0: cooling.
1: it feels nice that is nice so we're, yeah, we're rocking so... these the whole time now for sure yeah oh, oh yeah hundred yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah all right yeah so i mean showboys t-shirts i've got the large on fits pretty good how's the xl
1: xl is
0: good yeah I mean, it's real nice it's real
2: nice i like it it hides my uh yeah, My stuff
0: it's yep. <laughs> good stuff chill boys they're up to something good there and just adding to the repertoire so go to www.chillboys.com to get your t-shirts, underwear and socks now let's uh, now we've got the shirts on let's, let's get into our weekend recap brought to you by Beauty Status Beauty Status is a local Minnesota hockey apparel company they've got everything from t-shirts, lids um stickers for your man cave, you know, flags, banners, all that stuff. Check them out, really authentic stuff, guys. Um www.beautystatushky.com. Just a little abbreviation on hockey there. And then check them out on the socials and they've got some stuff dropping um for the summer, so just keep an eye out for that and once that stuff drops, we'll also shout it out. But Let's get out on our weekends. Any Anything good happen? Also, um, always starts us out with the weekend. Love to hear
2: it. Yeah, you know, I had a very good weekend. Uh, Friday and Saturday, I played some golf with some Duluth buddies. Um,
0: where, where at? Uh,
2: so it was myself, Don Tonato, Bulldog, um, and then one of our buddies that we grew up with, Altes. Here we played at the Wilds on Friday down good south there. track. Really nice, nice track. Really nice yeah. track. Did
0: you, did you play the tips or did you play... The Reds, or I think we we
2: played. I think there's like a mix, a mix, mix, where together. like yeah. black, blue, yeah. or something. That's
0: what you're supposed to play. And I I, I played it with my brother a couple days ago, and oh, uh, we gotta play the tips. Play the tips. I thought I shot like unbelievable. <laughs> I scored an 85. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the course. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, played, felt, I played. I played well. It it I got it an 85. Good. And then we look back at the tips and. I don't know if anyone knows slope of courses. You know the the slope oh, yeah. is yeah. It it it's like the variation of uh, elevation changes and stuff. Well, the it, it goes it goes from like an eighty to a one fifty five is hardest. From the tips at the wilds, the slope is one fifty one. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like. What am I doing playing this? T- and I was yelling at my brother before. I'm like, we're not playing the fucking tips. I'm not tiger wood. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I want to have fun out here. I don't want to hate myself while yeah. I'm playing golf.
2: Yeah, there's there's two yeah. ways to do it, I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> I get it cuz you want to play your own ball. You want to see how you do on these hard tracks. But then also you like you said you finish with an 88 and it's like, what the <laughs> fuck did I just pay $100? <laughs> yeah, like
0: I'm i oh, in yeah. my head. I'm like, oh, that was pretty good round. What I get. <laughs> Holy shit, that wasn't a good round. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> so we 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 played the Wild Friday, and then we went uh, to Mama G's the little spot in Maple Grove. You guys ever been there? Oh yeah, like, no. They yeah. got like a volleyball is court. The, and... uh,
0: it's kind of like tucked away in like a little highway.
2: It's a it's a weird. It's it... like
0: way back in Maple Grove. Yes. It's almost uh, what else is out there? Like Maple Plain and stuff. It's it's like it towards that area.
2: Yeah, it's out, out towards Dom's house in Maple Grove. So we we went there, pulled some tabs Good for spot, a bit. Though. Yeah, it's a nice little okay. spot. And then uh, Saturday, we woke up. We played e- Edinburgh uh, in Brooklyn Park, another good track. I how played you, that today. Oh, did
1: you? I was horrible. That's yeah. what I was talking about. I played legit one. Of, I mean, I've been playing really bad golf as of late. I mean, I'm never really good, but like below average, even for me yeah, as yeah. of late. And I'm, I'm, I had to call my parents. I got a couple hookups. I'm like, I need lessons. Like, I'm going, I'm like really rethinking my whole golf game right now. I'm like, this is
0: bad. <laughs> uh, how, how'd you play at Edinburgh? I was, I was curious about that round because five birdies five doubles that, that how many times <laughs> you go in the water there i mean there's water oh my on God. every hole
2: yeah. i was i
1: did that a lot every today hole. hence why i was really upset it, with myself it is today. A,
2: it is a shorter track but some weird tee shots right like yeah. you that little par five the fourth um yeah. hole or whatever it is fifth hole and it's water on the right and then it's water long and then you have to hit like a fairway you have like, to like a
0: hit a perfect like yeah. fairway or hybrid and if you're left or right you're gone yeah um yeah sometimes if you don't if you're not if you're not familiar with the course i feel like y- there's a lot of drives where you think you hit a perfect drive then you'll you'll drive up to it and you're like that's ob yeah it's <laughs> gone forever i could yeah. see that from the. the yeah. that's
2: that's another thing I, I love playing new courses but i also fucking hate it because i don't yeah. know where, where to hit my t-ball they, i don't know if where they don't to...
0: have this the screen on top where it yeah. shows the hole yeah. and you can click on it and like, oh, like
2: okay yes. that
1: is 270 away my <laughs> driver yeah. should land there yeah. yeah i mean and then i slice it 50 yards right and it yeah. doesn't matter right. either way but <laughs>
2: <laughs> so i played a couple of couple of nice rounds this weekend and then i finished it up uh at the loop saturday night i heard you X. had a good
0: i i i saw the crew there i had to get to work on sunday mm-hmm. so i stayed away from it
2: yeah extremely fucking disappointed as a
0: mature 27 year old that i am
2: (laughs) extremely fucking disappointed (laughs) in your effort on saturday with your buddies over there in the west end but i understand i got together with uh josty tyson jost hadn't seen him in a few years uh it felt great andrew pesky another guy uh north dakota guy it was kind of us and then some duluth fellas and uh grand old time we danced the night away at the at the loop bar so
0: it was a good Love weekend. That. Love that.
2: Fash.
1: Yeah, so uh, we were together a little bit at the beginning of the week. You know, good to see some old buddies again. Hitting up Steve Aoki, had a yep. good time. Oh, nice. Yeah, at uh, I'd never been to the Armory before, so that was that was
0: you know quite, fun place. Quite it, the experience. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'd never been to really an EDM concert either. I was like. Hey, I'm having a kid here coming up, trying to get a couple more nights out with the fellas. And Clint calls me up. He's like, hey, well, uh," I'm thinking like a dive bar, maybe like Cowboy Jack's the Loop, you know, keep it pretty casual. He's like, we're going to Steve Aoki. I'm like... Okay. All right. So we're going to fucking see <laughs> yeah. if I guys. Like, we'll just, just see what happens here. So, I mean, it was fun. It was great to see you guys. We had a, we had a blast. And uh, yeah, so I did that that night. And I, fuck. And then the next night it was a diaper party with all the, the gopher guys. Uh, one of my other buddies is having a kid as well. So we all got together and put a keg down in like a short amount of time who, who there. Who was nice? That? Mitch Rogie. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was there. So I got to see all the good old gopher buddies, you know, Sheehy, Glover, Collins, uh, Adam Wilcox, I mean, there's a bunch of other guys, i sure I'm missing Guy Sheehy, we had, a, we had a good time, and then we ended up going to Jack's later in the night. Nice. Had a fun time there, uh, yeah.
0: It's I mean, nice to know the Gophers are still doing what we're doing at yeah. North Dakota. Yeah. I th- They've I th- still got it going, they're still hitting to Jack's, I yeah. thought we were
1: like... This was my oh. first time at Jack's in like three years, but like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just so happens that yeah, we're going on a podcast, right, the first time going out back-to-back nights in like a fucking forever. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I just got back, you know, like I said, having a kid later, so, you know. In the yeah. summer, so trying to enjoy myself a little bit, you know. No, uh, I'm going to be busy coming up. Love it. Welcome yeah. back. Thank you.
0: Yeah, that was pretty similar to my weekend. Obviously, uh, went to Stevie Aoki with Fash. There didn't didn't know what to expect going in. Um, Stevie Aoki is like one of those guys who, you know, I heard Stevie Oki and they're like, yeah, let's go to Stevie Aoki. I'm like, okay, God, yeah, it will be fun. I know a ton of his songs. And then I like, I'm like, okay, like before every concert, I look up the artist <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna listen to some of his songs. So I look him up on Apple Music and I'm like, scrolling, like, I don't fucking know a single one of these songs. (laughs) (laughs) What am I, and then I'm turning them on and it's like hard, like metal dance music. I'm like... This is a little much. Oh, we, like, can we talk about the opener? Yeah. Can we talk about that guy. Oh my god! It was like metal screamo, but it was EDM. I was like, what, what "Oh thing?
1: no!" We were all—all all of us were just like, we're not expecting that," and it was just like <laughs> yeah. not our not our vibe. We're just like, "Oh my god, this is my yeah, ears I mean, are fucking bleeding." You know,
0: we had a hell of a time. We did, we did, and it was like a lot of
1: fun. We had a lot of fun. 100%. I, I wore
0: like a tan shirt. Um, I don't think I ever. I don't think I. Never not had liquid spilled on it, so if you look at... There's some pictures taken from that night. <laughs> Every picture throughout the night, I have some stain on my shirt from, like, liquid <laughs> being spilled on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just look like an idiot, drunk idiot walking around, just <laughs> yeah. spills all over my shirt. <laughs> Uh. It's not anything
1: you can do, though. Like, I was walking around, and some girl's, like, dancing and legit no. just swats yeah. a drink right. out of your hand. Not, and I'm of, just like...
0: None of it was from me. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was all, you know, friendly Shrapnel. Fire. Yeah. yeah. It was just shrapnel being, <laughs> you know, walking around a goddamn explosive minefield there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then Saturday stayed away from the loop because I knew where that was headed. Because I needed to get shit done on Sunday, so... So did
1: I. Had a more
0: casual Saturday and then got some shit done Sunday, and watched obviously watched the PGA Championship. Yeah, along with some playoff hockey. But the PGA Championship was great because I followed Darren Ravel on Twitter. Great follow. Um, he does tweet some very interesting things, but I, I don't like the guy. He's kind of a boner. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I, I love I love when he tweets out something when he's wrong because he's like he's this guy who's like always wrong, but he's always so confident about what he's saying. <laughs> and before the round he's like another huge loss for PGA. Terrible Sunday round going in the PGA Championship, one of the worst ever. I mean, no one cares about the leaders. Not a big name up there. And then before you know it, he's on old takes exposed or cold coldest takes exposed or whatever. He's on there like because it's a playoff and it's an unbelievable Sunday for golf. So that was that was great and got to watch that. And I do like JT, so I was happy he won even though. You feel for you feel oh, for Pereira, Pereira, <laughs> that poor guy. What a what a guy though. He gets up there in the interview after, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I just, you know." obviously it's tough but uh you know you're in contention in a major and you gotta be you gotta be happy about that and he's just like so mature when he gets up there it's like Dude. oh i would have been fucking snapping if i would have yeah. i would i would have said absolutely not i'm not doing your fucking interview i'm out of here shut the fuck up i'm like motherfucking people as i'm walking off maybe pulling out my nine iron like fake hitting guys like i'm gonna kill someone oh my god Oh, i felt so i felt so bad from why did he pull driver on the 18th though like what? what is he do- one so,
1: stroke lead like that so that was my hypothetical was like but if you
0: hit driver you're you're in the water you're in the water range so like- yeah
1: but he hit that that putt on 17 do you guys see that right before yeah. it was like this far away so yeah. if he hits that putt you think he still hits driver no I don't think yeah, he does. He has a, a two stroke lead. He yeah. hits hybrid then and he just plays it safe and yeah. probably play, you for, know, a bo- play for, for a boat. Play for a Par, yeah. par
2: or bogey at worst. Yeah. Yeah,
1: bogey you still yeah, you still win. True. So like that that tiny well, little it, think, one yeah. hole before, and I was like, that poor soul, I, that's gonna come back to bite. I him. never
0: thought about golf this way much, but since that um Jim Mackay Bones won his sixth major as a caddy for JT. Yeah. Um it got me thinking about caddies and how you know there's good ones and there's you know the guys who your caddy's got to have a lot to do with that like i i would love to see a caddy golfer relationship yeah. um and after that i was going down a rabbit hole of reading like cool caddy stories yeah. like one of the one <laughs> of the caddies is like it was the 18th hole to win a major i forget which player it was but he needed a birdie if he birdied the hole he won the majors he's got a five iron out and his caddy's like Pulls a six iron, he's like, give me that five iron. You're hitting a six iron. And the, and the golfer's like, no, I, I want to hit the five. He's like, you're hitting the six. The golfer's like, okay, fine. It's on you then. Pulls the, <laughs> pulls a six, darts one, lands like two inches from the hole. <laughs> Wins the major. All from the caddy, giving him the six. You know, like you think about those moments. That's yeah. why I thought about Pereira, like, yeah does this ca- is his caddy telling him like no you're not fucking pulling the driver here you need to hit a fucking hybrid or a three wood it's gotta be right or yeah. is it the driver's call like hit the big stick let's go
1: yeah and like just pumping him up and getting him the vibe yeah. i'm just like you're gonna you're gonna smack the shit out of it's this gotta right be now. a tough
0: job
2: yeah. yeah for sure it'd be a it'd be sick to be an elite caddy though oh, yeah <laughs> it's so fun oh yeah, it, I love golfing to death, but I think just being a nasty caddy. like oh, yeah. Being able to read lines perfectly yeah. on a green.
0: <laughs> and you're reading all these articles and, like, the golf guys, they don't call it a caddy. They're just like, yeah, you know, Jim Mackay carries the bag for Justin Thomas. Yeah. It's, it's, he carries the bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sick. Like, this yeah. guy carries the bag for this yeah. guy. <laughs> but a lot of the, uh, I, I looked up all the caddies who had the most majors, and a lot of them are uh from the old days, Augusta wouldn't allow you to bring your caddy. They would, su- they would,
2: oh really? They would
0: give you their mm. own caddy. So a lot of the guys who are on that major list are like, they're always designated to one guy. So like Arnold Palmer's designated Augusta caddy has four, and Jack Nicklaus's designated Augusta caddy has five, and it's like tells the story of really? these guys. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, yeah, a little, just some cool stories yeah, about caddies fun out there. Might have to get fact. a caddy on here one day and ask him what it's like. <laughs> Seriously. All right, let's get to the big one on the weekend recap, Mace. Mace has been gone for a week. He missed last episode. We missed him dearly. Boss man was a good replacement, not nearly as good as our Mace. Um, Mace, run us through your trip. Not even like a weekend. I mean, you got a full week recap for us, so let's hear it.
3: So, yeah, I uh, went down to Oaxaca, Mexico, and if you don't know where that is, I'm not surprised. It's uh, not really a big tourist destination, (laughs) but oh my God, was it insane. Uh, It's basically like as far south in Mexico as you can go, almost to Guatemala, and uh, we were there for nine days, Saturday to Sunday, and the first couple days we like explored the city and saw all the churches and had tons of street food and... It was awesome and then the next couple days we did like a hike to like uh, some ancient like aztec pyramids and then we did a mezcal tour which i brought some bottles back which right before the episode we tried some brought it for the boys oh yeah and yeah, then I nice. uh, did some other hikes and it was absolutely insane. I know more than not even three Spanish words, but I still made it work.
0: <laughs> did you did you feel safe when you were down there? Or was there times where you're like, Oh boy, we might not be coming home?
3: You know, there's only like one kinda like sketchy thing and it was when we were walking back from the club one night. But honestly, like I felt pretty safe. Everyone was insanely nice, even though I spoke no Spanish. Yeah. And
0: like, do they speak a little English down there, or is it, they're straight Spanish, too, like?
3: They're straight Spanish. It's deep in Mexico, so, like, I don't think they even taught it in school. <laughs> so, like, I was kind of just pointing at stuff and trying to <laughs> pronounce it, just butchering everything. Just bringing a picture book? like, yeah. oh, oh,
2: shit. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, baño
3: bathroom. I feel like everyone
0: yeah. goes to Mexico, and they're like, yeah, let's go to Cancun, Cabo. How do you decide on this spot?
3: So, my buddy actually was uh, teaching English at a monastery in Cuernavaca, which is, uh, I guess you could call it a suburb, it's two hours south of Mexico City, and he was down there for eight months, and then this was like the last week of his trip, so then we decided to go visit him, and he picked Oaxaca, and it was absolutely phenomenal, and just to say, The baseball games in Mexico are so much more lit than in the U.S. (laughs) Oh my God. Tickets were five bucks. Beers were four and a half bucks. We were just wilding, like, got on the cam a few times. I'd hope
0: they're better somewhere else than the U.S. because a baseball game here is kind of just. You got the sun and... <laughs> yeah, hope, you hope it's nice out because you're screwed otherwise. It's nice yeah, out. Yeah.
1: You
2: get a $13 hot dog, a $20 yep. beer. And when
0: you go to the game, you're like, oh, this is great. You don't actually watch the game because <laughs> you're talking the whole time <laughs> yeah. and then you leave and you're like, who won? And someone tells you and you're like, oh, it was great. Went to the Twins game, you know? Yeah, it's more of like a
1: thing. like, ah, I went to a Twins game. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. fun, you know? And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it is fun, even though we all kind of agree.
0: Like, eh.
3: <laughs> we went to two of those baseball games and... Uh, there was one American on the team, and I don't know if we were his good luck charm or something, but he had his only three dingers of the season, and in the second game, he hit a walk-off. And oh, that's we were so sick. Absolutely that's absolutely
0: wild. And, like, that's crazy.
3: And uh, I brought my camera down there, bought a new lens, like, the week before, and uh, I took over 2,100 pictures, so... I got a fair bit of. That'll be that'll ahead be fun to go it's a good go library. through those, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so it's I'm, always
0: fun to look back in those pictures because there's always pictures where like, oh, I kind of forgot that, but now I yeah. remember.
3: We got a three liter bottle of tequila one night <laughs> and crushed it in about two days, and we decided to do a little photo shoot out in the city with it one of the nights, and we took like 300 pictures of the fucker. Like,
0: <laughs> it was that our son. Awesome. <laughs> I love That's it. awesome. Well. Good weekend recap. Obviously, great to hear the story, Mace. Um, We don't even really care about future weekend recaps because it's Memorial Day next week next weekend. Probably going to be some good, good stories coming out of that. Not from me, but maybe you guys. I don't know. Wait, you don't have anything planned? Nothing.
3: Saturday, ten k cup snake at the Saints game. Oh, pop out. Oh, I like that. It's going to be fun.
1: I'm going on vacation. Where are you going? I'm going to Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, beautiful spot. Yeah, we're, oh. we're excited. Yeah, it was fun. Just me and the old lady. Love yeah, that. Just a little yeah. relaxing getaway before, before I got to start training again and abusing do, my body.
0: Do you drink on that trip and just.
1: Oh yeah, no, sober man, cab. Maddie, L-day.
0: Maddie, just order a drink, like you know, act like you are, but I'll drink it. Don't
1: worry. Yeah, don't worry, <laughs> yeah. I got you covered. Oh, yeah. she's been sober cabbing my ass around the last like three weeks after the season was over, and I'm just like, I'm starting to feel bad about it yeah. now. I'm like, I'll just do it, babe. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. so,
2: but yeah. she's probably bored too. So oh yeah, like,
1: no, I'll come pick you yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, she's like, I can't Gives do anything something to do. Yeah. 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 yeah, she's been. I mean, yeah. She's been bored, but she's been tired and, you know, dealing with all the, the pregnancy imagine. symptoms and things like that. But it's been good. Been yeah. good overall, overall. It's just good as pregnancy. hard on you,
0: too, right? Yeah. You know, it's just as hard on the guys <laughs> <No>. to, uh... <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, no. I'm just kidding, You know, no one appreciates it's, the guys during it's the pregnancy. It's called poking right? the bear. <laughs> it's called poking the bear,
2: what you just did. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: not falling
0: into that one. I'm no. going to yeah.
1: keep my mouth shut. My wife is grinding at home. Yep. My life is easy. Smart man. <laughs> yeah. Smart
0: man. All right. Let's get into our hypotheticals here. Um, first one, which athlete, not a hockey player, would you want their abilities if you were a hockey player? Well, we all are hockey players. So if we are still playing hockey, fashion is, which athlete's abilities would you want as a hockey player, um, does anyone want to go? I ha- I have one now. I can start us off here. Yeah, go for um, it. I thought about this. And there's obviously a lot of a lot of choices to pick from. Um, you know, you could go with a you could go with a Nate Diaz and just be an enforcer <laughs> and bad guys on the ice. Um, you know, you could go with a Lionel Messi where he's probably got nasty hands out there. Oh, I'm yeah. going with Harrison Smith. Safety for the Vikings. <laughs> okay. He's got skill. He's got speed, agility, and he's nails. Yeah, guys <laughs> so just I picture him rolling around on the ice. He's he's buzzing around on the sheet, just <laughs> killing guys. <laughs> and he's also scoring goals. And, like, I mean, he's, he's got it. You have his abilities on the sheet. You're an electric player. I yeah. mean, you're selling jerseys. Oh, yeah. You know, people are chanting your name. They want to sign you. <laughs> that's that's where I want to be out there.
1: He like is it. he is electric out there. I'm gonna I might go a little off off the wall here a bit. Not with the player, but uh more of a mentality. Uh, like Tiger Woods mentality. Like I was watching even like the PGA Championship. And, like that guy had like a broken leg. Like. He's like, yeah, it's whatever. Like I play with a broken body all the time. It's all mental. It's fine. Oh yeah. And he's just like, if I could have that guy's mentality, like you just never be broken down ever yeah. on anything. And I'd just he'd like
0: probably be a pretty good playoff player. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that guy in the playoffs would just be battling through anything, and he'd be the best player out there
0: still. I love it's, that. It's like some of those hockey players, you know, they're they're great regular season, and some of them are you know good regular yeah. season players, but then they get in the playoffs, and they're like a whole different animal. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Ryan O'Reilly, Jamie Ben, like yeah. those are guys. I mean, Braden, even like Stammer right now, but yeah, those are guys that just like you don't hear much in the regular season, but playoffs you're always like, we have to play against this guy. Yeah, Dude, it's like Andre
1: Palat has like he, like the second most yeah. Tampa Bay playoff goals. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, who? <laughs> Yeah. No but chance. He's, he's, but he's like, been there forever. He's, he's just been yeah, consistent. He been always, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and he comes in the playoffs and he delivers. So I think that, that Tiger Woods mentality, especially yeah. with playoff hockey right now, it's... I think, it all. I
0: think the tiger woods mentality with anything in life yeah I think that was kind good. of a
1: cheat code on his yeah. answer a little
0: if bit if you had pipes. his mentality I, I, you could be you know, if you're a fucking teacher you're probably the best <laughs> teacher in america <laughs> yeah. if you, you know you're a plumber you're probably you know drain the most pipes in america it's like you're, you're the best ever at anything so give me that pipe
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> give me that clogged pipe i'm gonna uh, fucking fun. plunge it i'm
2: i'm going with otani Shohei oh Ohtani. There just it is. just a natural, God-given talent. <laughs> just guy go can everything. Yeah, guy can pitch. He can hit. So I just feel like you know, you give him some some skates and a stick, and he's gonna be a, a natural. So I'm going with Old
0: I like that pick.
3: I'm going with it's a it's a little different pick. I'm going with Usain Bolt's speed and endurance. Wow, put him on skates. I mean, they probably don't play hockey out there, but. <laughs> If he did, I bet you would just fly around. They bobsled. Around. Uh, yes.
0: You true. know, they
1: bobsled. Yeah. That is true. That is on ice.
2: He's probably a, you'll be a north-south player hard. Oh. Not a lot of turning. Not a lot <laughs> probably, of. Probably
0: similar to Chris Kreider. Yeah. yeah. Offsides yeah. all the time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just can't quite figure that out.
2: Huh? Yeah. See this blue line, you can't go over it. Before I'm the, trying, and guys. He's got, I just can't he's got out. 50 goals.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i a hell of a year. Yeah. Good picks. I actually liked all your picks there. I was expecting one bad one. I was going to chirp it, but I can't really chirp any of those. So yeah,
1: You kind of chirp mine, but it's okay. I won't take it personally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's not true. I used to chirp fast all the time. Yeah, that's why yeah, I'm ready for it. I think I'm, I'm, I'm like, sensitive to it, no. honestly. I
1: just like, it roasted on a like daily You get used basement. to it. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: It's like at North Dakota, we walked in the locker room and Gage would be like, ah, nice fucking shirt.
1: (laughs) Wearing like a plain shirt. You're just like, thanks, bro. It's funny because
0: in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm a nice guy, but really I'm kind of a prick. (laughs) All right, let's move on to the next one. If you could master one instrument, which are you choosing? Guitar. Obviously. Simple, yeah. easy. obviously a good pick. Yeah. Hey, speaking yeah, of, you have you kept with the
1: guitar at all over these years, or how? Because I feel like every hockey player at some point or other has tried, tried. the guitar, yeah. and I find it's like first year pro. If you didn't try earlier, is like everyone's go to. Because I'm like, I'm out of school now. I have nothing to do. I'm going to play an instrument. And everyone's like, the guitar looks cool, and everybody plays it right up until they hit bar chords, and they're like, this is way too fucking hard, and yeah. that thing goes in the closet oh. and it's never to be seen again.
0: You know, I I still can play the same. So you know, the same. The song we learned in fucking high school. That's and that's and that's why I picked this one. And that's why I picked this I one a, for this I saw episode that, yeah. because I'm like this fucking. Bash guy. and I took two years of guitar in high school together, and we actually would like go home and play together. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we got decent. Like it was, we could you could yeah. hear the song, and you hear it coming together. At one point, we even tried to sing with it. It wasn't as good.
1: Oh. But- that was like you painful tried remember, singing. Yeah, oh, we had oh it, we did it with God. our billet brother too. Remember, we recorded
0: it and everything, and we're like, oh, that's so good. We listened to it, <laughs> like Jesus, <laughs> so bad. Because we were
1: doing it in class, and there were like all these other people were in our class, and like we're in Ann Arbor, so it's like a pretty artsy like city as a general rule. Like everybody's pretty good with like their instruments. And we go in there, and these guys are like jamming out, like singing. It's like legit. And then like we get up there, we're like, you singing? I'm like no fucking chance. You
0: singing? I <laughs> can't even fucking.
1: I was like, no way. <laughs> So, uh, bow, bow,
2: bam, bam, smoke on the water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's the only one I knew how to play. Yeah, because it's on like one string. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's the very top. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, like, First, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: First song I learned how to play was "Hard to Love" by uh, God. Is that Lee Bryce? I'm hard to love, hard Yeah, because I could hear
1: you singing it in the fucking Omega billet house all oh, goddamn yeah.
2: <laughs> He's got his door <laughs> slightly cracked. He wants you to hear it. No, he wasn't even. Bit. I remember it was
1: in the basement, and he would just take the guitar in the basement and start
2: fucking <laughs> playing, like, outside. Just picturing
0: myself. myself at a college party. I'm hard to love, <laughs> hard to love. And I'm just yeah, like, shut right the fuck up. Okay, okay. Guitar, obviously a good one. Fucking shredding it. Um, anyone else got I got I
1: got a good one. So I played with Bo Bennett. He played in the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's a really good player. He's like a, just a really interesting guy. And so he bought a saxophone in the middle of the year. That's God so sick. It.
0: That was going to be mine. I knew, I was like, so I for sure knew that was the his, sax. so I had to get in ahead of him because <laughs> I knew he was coming in with that. That's sick.
1: So he would play it and he was, so the best part was is he had a, his apartment was in like a college, like it was like the college apartment, like the dinky town, like the Marshall and shit. Like yeah. he was yeah. living there. because like Tucson's a college town. So he's just like ripping and the walls are all paper thin there. So his neighbors all hate him. But it was all time. I mean, I would, it, was, it was pretty sick to like see him do that. So I think that'd be mine so oh, there's I'll nothing like there's nothing
0: more silky than when you're listening to a song and some guy's just tickling the sax on there just <laughs> <laughs> like, this, like oh holy God. fuck this is unbelievable this guy's absolutely tickling <laughs> yeah. guitar
3: and sax are my two because i grew up playing electric guitar and then i played sax for about three months and quit but If I had to choose a different one, it would be drums. I feel like getting really good on the drums would be sick. Oh yeah. That was drums. Yeah. yeah.
0: All those are all those are great. I think to me the best one is piano because oh, you know mm. people people have pianos in their houses you, you know there's yeah a, and it's always a, like oh well, yeah, yeah down a, like,
1: take a look oh, at this yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh look at that you know we're walking around ridgedale mall and there's a piano in the middle oh i wonder who can play I, oh i can <laughs> get up there and fucking just shred one out because <laughs> i just saw i just saw a video of a five-year-old playing mozart Um, jesus on social media makes you feel really unaccomplished (laughs) on social media is playing mozart on a on a piano and he is shredding it i mean he's (laughs) (laughs) you're like holy fuck (laughs) yeah i couldn't do that if i trained my entire life and he's five i
1: remember i was in uh you know you had school band when you're a kid in elementary school and like my parents are horrible with instruments so i go in there and i'm like trying they give you like three instruments to try and he's like i tried to do like he's like all right tap this beat back to me i'm like okay i got this because i wanted to be like percussion and drums he's like nope you're fucking done like immediately <laughs> done and it's, it's like, like out saxophone he's like everyone wants to play the saxophone next i'm like trumpet and i was just like at this point i'm like this little kid just like fucking crying in the corner trying to buzz a trumpet <laughs>
0: Yeah. Just, so, just like
1: boom, boom. i'm like oh, she's like, like that was really yeah. good i'm like you're lying to my yeah. fucking face old man <laughs> yeah. i know it so <laughs> tra- I, I was traumatized from every instrument after <laughs> yeah. that i'd never tried anything ever again yeah, it was all I, done
0: i opted out on the uh on the band thing i was yeah. recorder I, only i, all, I yeah. did like the recorder classes i did like the xylophone you know tum, 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 <laughs> yeah that wasn't
1: bad but yeah nothing else ever until i played guitar with you in high school that was the next time i picked up an instrument
0: that was a good time though No we, we had, had fun, fun. Was, We had
1: fun I here. would pay for
2: those videos With your brother <laughs> oh.
1: That you gotta be oh, I think up. I have it's them so On like funny. my laptop yeah. For something
2: oh. I gotta take it It's so funny it
0: up. Cause <laughs> we're actually Trying to be good singers Versus like Taken as a joke We're like Doing it seriously and Then you listen And you're like Oh god
1: Well cause we were Trying to see If we were gonna sing In class or not Cause we had to like Record it To see if we were Gonna do it In front of our classmates And yeah. I was, we were like No Fuck it There's, No <laughs> They already hate us
0: already <laughs> Yeah No got to access. All right, next one. Would you rather play a hockey game hungover or a little buzzed? Maybe four or five beers. What are we thinking?
1: I'm, I'm thinking
0: I'm going with the hangover. I really do. Yeah, you know, there's, I mean, you can picture. You can battle through a hangover. I think you know? you, I think you have a much better chance of having a great game a little buzzed just because you're probably not scared to make a play out there. That's true. You're probably like, I don't, know. I don't give a fuck. You know? <laughs> yeah, you, I'll, I'll pass. I'm will i last man back. I'll dance this guy.
2: But I'd also be bagged after one sprint. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> true. I think you're bagged yeah. after one sprint either way, though. Hungover yeah, Hungover or buzz. I think that's your biggest yeah. drawback is going to be endurance. Because I've, I've played yeah. hockey a lot hungover and been yeah. a decent amount drunk. Yeah. And- I think it's a hangover is really the better option of the two.
2: I, I think so too. I was gonna say hangover for because sure. yeah. the
1: problem is, is like you you think you can make the play, but you can't make the play. That's so the you thing. dance the last yeah. guy, and then it's a b way the other way because yeah. you're not coordinated enough to pull it off. That's the thing. That's when my you're,
0: When you're a little buzzed, you 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 think you can do things you can't. Yeah. Versus when you're hungover, you're like I can't do that, and you can't. So you, you keep simplify. it simple. Simplifier yeah. your game. You're yeah. simple, and I you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of hockey players that play their first game in NHL. I mean, not a ton, but I've heard stories where their guys will actually take them out to have a few beers the night before to be a little hungover the next day because you're just, you're a little, you know, like picture yourself playing that first NHL game, how nervous you are. Oh yeah. If you're a little hung over, you're like, oh, I'm not really thinking about this first game. I'm just thinking about this headache I have right now. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And then you go out there and just play a simple game and you play yeah. well and there's no nerves there. You kind of cut them away, but
1: yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said for that. I mean, yeah, that
2: if, if I, if I'm a little buzz, like I want to be on the dance floor, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, I got a different mindset, you yeah. know, yeah. like, yeah. Hung, not, I can battle through, and it's like you're all not right. Pumped it's, to
0: score a goal if you're buzzed, you're just like let's let's get a let's get a whistle here. Maybe maybe goalie cover the pucks. So we can get some music. Playing. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I'll I'll bop around because I used to do that in warm ups, you know. <laughs> so I'm sure I'd be in my element. Oh, oh, yeah. But I think the whole play while I'm buzzed is just not a good look.
3: Yeah. See, I'm taking buzzed because once I get like a little like alcohol in me, get that confidence up, I'd be blocking shots. Hit running over people just I like, like that. Travis. Oh Lashen. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you picture golf too. I mean, we're all picking. Oh, I'd rather be hungover. Well, 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 would you rather play golf with a little oh, buzz yeah. or hungover?
1: That's a so completely why are you why are you different? Point? Yeah, a so that's terrible, that's terrible, a terrible, terrible. Why, are you, yeah, different, 100% why, different? why are you different there? Because golf isn't hard physically. Yeah.
0: It's all mental. Like yeah. it's not battling. Your endurance tiger's is. Tiger's got plenty of injuries.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, and he shot forty-seven on the back nine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you, get, you make you make. We
1: haven't talked about playing guilty either. Like that's a I mean more common thing than people like to admit. Yeah. Of like how often hockey players are going out before games and like yeah, well, playing guilty yeah. is the thing and people play better guilty almost you know like there's that aspect of like oh shit i i gotta really dial in today because i'm a little stung right now and i gotta make sure i'm focused where it's like you know you go into a game you're like "Ah, i feel pretty good we're gonna walk fucking run these guys over yeah so i think that there is that element too that we haven't we haven't factored in yeah
0: well that brings us to the next one what's the dumbest shenanigans you've done before a game (laughs) night before day of whatever
1: I was honestly, I was, I saw that and I was like, I immediately, my head went to sewer. Like the, cause you're playing soccer right up until you get ready to go on the rink. And like, there are times where I'm like, I'm on the ice in like three minutes and I am, I'm still playing soccer out here. And I'm like this, I'm, yeah. w- I'm way more concerned about the soccer game than I am about the fact oh. that I'm playing a hockey oh, yeah. game in four oh,
0: minutes. Oh, I remember you used to, I remember those, those games. In <laughs> oh shit. I didn't even think games, about that. You didn't even think about soccer, but we used to play football. Before we games in that football. <laughs> and football, I love just, that. One one of the days, Fucking one of the days, crazy. Scotty. <laughs> we threw a long pass and two guys just collided head first and scotty has got like a headache he's like oh, I might be concussed and we're just playing pre-game football <laughs> oh god he's injured <laughs> It's kind of a fucking conky from pre-game
1: football that was actually insane that we did that by Dude. the way that was, in hindsight looking back at that like we're playing in footballs it's like snowy weather there's like ice out there like what, I don't know what we were thinking
0: it was so funny too because <laughs> I mean we're playing games you know obviously if you're a hockey player you're like supposed to be pumped up about the games well when we're in Ann Arbor like all I can think about is like oh we got a game like we're playing we're, play we're playing waffle warm-up football league <laughs> I still have that it football, called, by the it way. called it was called waffle warm-up <laughs> football league And I'm like oh we got a waffle game today let's go <laughs> yeah. and we were like we had two good teams oh like, yeah it was, it was competitive. competitive like oh. we would come into the locker room begged like Sweating like oh, it's a good warm up. We, little, we went a little too hard today. Holy <laughs> shit! <so. laughs>
1: I think we were still at that age where you're just quite young enough where you could get away with it. Oh like, yeah. If I'm doing that yeah. in pro, I'm like you're done. No chance. <laughs> like I'm, my body is not like handling that. But like yeah. you're like, cause it's always funny. You think back to like high school hockey or like even just like Bantam hockey, and you're like. You can play two games in a day. You can do that. Oh, and I'm easily, like, what the yeah. Fuck happened to that? My body just like <laughs> yeah, forgot right. how to do that. I play one and I'm like I don't want to play another game for like a week. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah I, I I've got a couple. What's your theory on? I've that? got a couple dumb shenanigans that I've done before games here. Um, they all happen to be in pro actually. One was we were going to Rapid City and we we're kind of late and we kind of stop at a gas station. I'm I'm pretty hungry. And I get a fucking meat missile, a health <laughs> missile, a gas station hot dog before the game. And I'm like, fuck, I'm starving. There's nothing there. I'm like, getting a fucking hot dog. <laughs> I feel like shit. this is the dumbest. This just in my life. I think you're awesome. better just
1: playing off with no food. In your yeah. Oh,
0: at that point by far. And my next story is we were out. We we got eliminated from playoff contention. We're in Idaho. And we play Friday. And we never get to go out in Idaho because we drive home right after Salt Lake City. But Idaho's like one of the Boise is like one of the best places to go out in the in, in the coast. Like it's just a college town. It's good good bars. Yeah. Um so me and three other guys go out. We've got no pregame skate before Saturday game. So we just close down the bars in Boise before the Saturday game. Yeah. It was like my <laughs> first ever Like, full-on hung game. And I actually played pretty fucking well. Like I was really good out there it's on the ice. and like
1: incredibly ironic coming from this fucking guy. Yeah. Go, the last question is, is so fucking hypocritical, but <laughs> we'll just move on and pretend like it didn't yeah, happen.
0: Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was so good
1: hung. I was
0: what? Like, I, was like, I wasn't worrying. Like, guys, way to call him up. Gosh, I love that. Oh. Fucking
2: right. Guy's what? over here that sitting on his fucking happened. high horse. Yeah, i fucking
1: <laughs>
0: but i'm usually good you know no matter what the circumstance sick injured hung doesn't matter Uh, gonna show up mr consistency
2: so um in college frozen face off down in uh, minneapolis back when it was at the target center um this was the only time i played uh hungover at umd um but uh that friday night game we played against saint cloud and myself and i don't know if i can throw other people under the bus so (laughs) because one might still be playing um so myself um i'm gonna say mike Gornall, fucking represent gorney and then one other we took one guy out it was his birthday and uh we didn't play that friday night we lost and we didn't really know they didn't tell us if we were playing saturday so we're just like fuck it like i'm gonna take him out it's his 21st birthday and so we went to Cowboy Jacks with uh, the CC guys, the St. Cloud guys, all of the healthy scratches met up and That's all time. I rode the bull in, in the middle of Cowboy Jacks. <laughs> oh, and then, then after that, we made our way over to the Spearmint Rhino, <laughs> great establishment downtown here. Um, sure enough, on my way into um, that establishment, we got, um, made eye contact with our student coach Lammy, Lamaru. Yep. Um, and he just said, I didn't see you. If you play tomorrow, you better play great. <laughs> and so he finished out the night at the Spearmint, walked back to the hotel. Sure enough, we woke up, morning meal or whatever, our two names right there playing against Denver in the third place game. So that's the only time I've really played uh, guilty in college. Is
0: that like one of the only times in college where you see your name in the lineup and you're like, Okay. Shit, damn it! Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, well, because that are like preseason. Yeah, oh. yeah. So
2: that 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 year was the year we won, and so you kind of figure that late in the season, you haven't played in ten games. Chances are you're not going to be in the lineup, even if we lose. Yeah. So we just kind of <laughs> took the chance, <laughs> and then sure enough, we both played, and then we both
3: played the rest of the season. You
1: probably played well then, hey? Yeah. You were probably pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Not bad.
3: So. This one brings me back to UND, back when uh, we did the fraternity intramural hockey team. And uh, before every game, we'd have a minimum of two hours at Judy's before. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. We'd get to the rink, and then we'd all throw some grizz pouches in between our toes. During the game, people would be getting off the ice, running to the trash can, letting it fly, and then just going right back out on the ice.
0: How do you not get a guy injured two hours at Judy's before a game? Yeah. How, does, how does someone not get injured on the ice?
3: That's a great question. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Beer league takes like a...
2: You got to be a special person to... Yeah. Have you ever done those summer leagues where you get absolutely crippled and play?
1: Oh, yeah. It's impossible. It's, I, I mean... Most of the time when I'm playing hockey, I'm, I'm committing to – I've been recruited to like one or two beer leagues, but that's about it. Yeah. I have played a lot of beer league hockey. Yet. Yeah,
2: that's fair. Yeah,
1: yeah. You'll get I'm there. On the, yeah, if You'll I'm on the there. ice, I'm, I'm committing to training. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not lacing my skates up for a beer league <laughs> yeah. game, unless somebody really needs me there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So,
0: Yeah, I uh, played a couple of games a little drunk, just those – Pond hockey games or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I'm always amazed that I didn't get injured because you're not worried about getting injured. No, when you got a little buzz going, you don't give I, a fuck. I feel you're like wearing like oh, no pads. Yeah. I feel like my
1: biggest concern is just getting high sticked in beer league. I just feel like that. I don't know why. I haven't played a lot, so maybe it's an irrational fear, but there's always like a hardo that's going to a little couple of them. too hard. Yeah, and like yeah. my buddy got his tooth knocked out. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I got my tooth knocked out because I'm like, I get paid to play hockey still. And I'm like, I was furious. Yeah. But like, I can't oh, imagine yeah. <laughs> getting my tooth knocked out in beer league. I would be snapping.
0: That's the worst part. Some guys. I'd be losing it. Some guys think they're in the Stanley Cup playoffs out there and they're hacking guys. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh. I got to go to work today next day like come
1: on well and i'm i'm a little bit of a snapshot with that too like somebody would slash me big buddy slash me more fucking yeah. time i swear to god
0: I swear <laughs> to god yep <laughs> uh, yep yeah, yeah. never fun to get an injury in beer league no that's like the last thing you ever want no exactly well but. let's get into your career here fash you oh, are boy. still a hockey player not not, not a has-been yet unfortunately no. i mean once you once you do become a husband, you'll yeah. realize life over here is much better. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Okay, but you're from Apple Valley, Burnsville yeah. area. You grew up playing for Apple Valley. Yep. Um, at what age do you kind of realize cuz I people don't people don't remember. I mean, I know what you were at a young age, but yeah. what age did you realize like you know what hockey's something I'm going to follow and I'm going to do?
1: I mean, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I told everybody I was gonna be a pro hockey player when I was five. Right? Yeah. But like, yet, uh, the point when I really, I mean, I thought uh, I was probably like, freshman year of high school. Um, I think, honestly, what did it for me, I didn't even realize, I mean, I didn't know about the hockey side of it. But like, my whole family side of the story, my brother and sister and stuff. So it was like, I got like a bunch of news coverage. Like, it was, like, I had, like, four, like, different, like, camera yeah. crews come to my house. And I was, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I'm, like, I have to be doing, like, something good, I guess. Like, I was so confused as to, like, what was happening. So, I think that was kind of the moment for me where I was, like, okay, like, th- this I must be good enough to be, like, on the news, I guess. Like, fuck, sure.
2: Your team was nasty back in yeah. the day. Yeah. God.
0: Yeah, and that is something to say about FASH. We've we've had a lot of great hockey players in here, obviously, but FASH was – uh. Like a, I mean, he was, really was a phenom when he was really young, and he did have that story because his brother and sister, and he was, I mean, at some there was a point where you were probably considered the best player our age. I mean, debatable anywhere. <laughs> you were, I mean, you which had is a, crazy to think about. It's yeah, just a yeah. fact,
2: and it's hard to like hear yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for because sure. hockey players, at least most of them, are pretty humble. Yeah, Um but. It was true. I mean, you not just you, you're you had yourself, uh, AJ AJ,
1: Colin Olson.
2: All those guys, yeah.
1: Yeah, Sean Lang, yeah, Derek Smith, uh we had a couple other I mean, Matt, yeah, Michael Barrens, Tate Erickson. We I mean even the guys that like didn't yep. go like D one were like good players. Yes. Yeah. And I think the thing so kind of going back even to youth hockey a little bit in Apple Valley, like people got pissed at Apple Valley. We had thirty nine kids try out for squirts. So they're like, Well, no, numerically, like, is it two teams or is it three? We're like, fuck it, we're we're just gonna do three. And so they did an A team, B team, C team. So we had thirteen kids on the A team, yeah. And it's like, so we're getting like a ridiculous amount of ice. Like we have nine forwards, three defensemen, and a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have. And like we're sick. We didn't lose a game the whole season. Yeah. Like we were discussing, and like the Edina parents, like this is bullshit. You guys don't have enough people on your team. Like you have three defensemen, and we're like, we have thirty nine people tryout. Like, what do you want us to do? Like, yeah. sorry, we like. We just had such like a niche of guys that were like really good and like really close that like that really enabled us to be good. Cause it was like that grade above me was really deep. And then it was like myself and a couple guys in my grade that really I mean made it. And I mean I think the thing too, I mean, AJ was in the AJ, same boat. We AJ were was both the same boat as you. It was crazy. Yeah. So like that was part of the reason too that I never really realized that was any good because AJ was always better than me. And so I'm like, that motherfucker's better than Like, I'm not that good. He's better than me. And he's, like, in my city, in, like, this yeah. tiny-ass city. And, like, where, like, out Valley was not, like, a hockey city by yeah. any means. So, like, there was a lot to be said for that. I was always, just, like, trying to chase an AJ for, like, you know, my whole childhood. Yeah. Because he was he was so good, yeah,
2: he crazy. Was,
0: he was. I mean, it was both you guys playing the same elite league team, yeah, same high school team. No one had really ever ever heard of the Apple Valley hockey. No, I mean their high school team, and then you guys were on that team, and yeah, you do you end up going to state?
1: Yeah, my freshman year. Yeah, we went to state. We were like the underdog in every game imaginable. So we played. I think it was we underdog against like Hastings in like our section. And then so we beat them and then we beat, I think it was Woodbury or Creighton and then Woodbury or yeah, I think it was that, either Egan or Creighton yeah. and like they were some good teams and like big upsets and like we beat Woodbury like 4 nothing in the section final. And yeah, we went to state and then we beat Bukestad in state. And I was yeah. like, what in the flying yeah. fuck is going, who are these kids? Like, yeah. I mean, we had Aaron Gretz was in net too. He was uh, he ended up playing up D1 baseball at Ohio State. So like we had some really good athletes like Chris Goodman. He like he's like a sports performance coach now, like so we had some like really good athletes on our team that were some upperclassmen too that helped. Matt. Adam Robson too was he yeah. was really good at a younger age. Um, so we actually we had some guys that could play for sure. So there was there was definitely that going for us. But yeah, it was a kind of a crazy world growing up in Apple Valley, like not typically a hockey city, and then you know we just happened to have this like really good group.
2: Yeah.
0: So, you're playing in Apple Valley when do you start getting recruited by the NTDP? How do you make that decision? What are the other options there?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, other options are obviously to just stay at Apple Valley for another year. I mean, we just kind of got – so my freshman year we made a sick run and went to state, like did way better than we ever thought. And then, you know, the expectations are higher the next year. So we get to sections and we play Egan, and it's like Zajac. Um, Merchant. Merchant. And yeah. uh, there's a bunch of other guys that I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, But AJ got food poisoning that game. Like, Uh, legit, like, debilitatingly, like, this isn't, like, Michael Jordan flu game type stuff. This is, like, he can't function. He can barely, like, walk. And so, because I remember, because, like, we were, like, trying to make him play. So, we, like, went out. (laughs) Because, (laughs) I mean, like, he's, like, God, uh, it was so good. And so, like, we were trying to make him play. And I went out there for the first shift. And we, like, took a penalty. So, I had to go back out. Because, like, AJ couldn't go. And then... (laughs) We, we got a power play right after so i had like a five and a half minute first shift and i was like what the fuck is going on here like this is not like this isn't gonna work we ended up losing anyway so it was like it, we, i wanted to go i wanted to make another run at state so i was like fuck like i kind of want to stay but like this program is like such a good opportunity so like that was kind of the the whole you know being torn on what i was doing but um you know i could have stayed there and then probably gone to junior like my senior year of high school or something but uh yeah ended up deciding to do that and uh really happy that I ended up doing that
0: were you committed to the gophers at that time or no. did it come it came a little after oh yeah yeah
1: because uh yeah i was recruited to and i was like 14 15 um i was recruited to the gophers and a couple other schools and i i didn't really commit right away and it wasn't anything against any of the schools it was just like I was starting to realize as I went to like these 15 camps and like getting exposed to more people that I was like, I'm in this fucking bubble in Minnesota. Like, what if like I leave and I like it way better somewhere else or, you know, whatever. So I just wanted to like get out and experience like more of, you know, like the hockey world before I just like committed to the place right down the street. You know what I mean? So that was kind of my thought process. And I knew I was kind of sheltered just being, you know in minnesota and such so yeah i ended up you know went to the program and then realized you know after i was there for a year, i was like fuck yeah hell yeah i want to go to the gophers <laughs> yeah. it sounds sick like oh, let's go yeah so <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. unreal so i was just like <laughs> yeah i'm like we're going I, I was there for like three months and i came back and committed at christmas to the gophers so
0: yeah those are those are pretty much my exact thoughts on und end up committing to denver Leave town because I'm like, ah, I can't live in UND my whole life. Yeah, like, yeah. Grand Forks and then go to Ann Arbor, play. Still love Denver, but I'm like, God, ah, like that'd be sick to play for UND. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the second you get I'm away, you're just out, like, I'm, I'm like on, I'm away. I wouldn't mind going back. Like, fuck. Huh? Yeah. You're <laughs> like, shit. Heck.
1: And the coach left. You're like, hmm.
0: Yeah. see if this is still an option here <laughs> for might, me. Yeah. Might open up. All right. So, Vash, you end up deciding to go to, to the program. Um, in Ann Arbor, which is actually a, you know, for a guy like me who was on your team, um, it was, it was, it was, it was an easy choice. I mean, it it was like a no brainer for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going like, I had nothing to think about. What people don't know about Fash though, is that he had, you know, just a special family life at home where he had a brother and sister who were, who were born with, um, certain disabilities. So the choice to leave home, and leave your parents behind is a little more, it's a little bigger because, yeah. you know, my parents have two younger brothers at home and it's normal yeah. life, but you're leaving the family behind and yeah. your, your mom and dad. So it's a little tougher. Um, how do the, how, how do you adjust, you know, being on your own out of the house? Um, just a different life when you get to juniors.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, that made the decision a little trickier. I mean, just in terms of a little background knowledge for people who don't know or whatever. Uh, my brother and sister both don't walk or talk. It's a mitochondrial disorder. They were born with it. Um, just a quick recap. So I had me. I was healthy. Had my brother. Obviously had some issues with doctors at the time. I mean, he was born in 97. So there's not a whole lot of like genetics studying going on at the time. They're like, yeah, yeah, one in a million shot. You're fine to have another kid. Like, just it was kind of a fluke, whatever. Have my sister. And then they obviously she had the same problem. So they're like, oh, okay, well, let's take a look. And they're like, oh, just kidding. It was one in four. Sorry. So like the statistical, I mean, you go back to like biology classes, like the traits and stuff where it's like double dominant or like double recessive. So if you hit the double recessive, that's the one in four. You, you end up like my brother and sister. So we did a whole gene study like five years ago. So I am a carrier. But then, you know, I already got it all cleared out with my wife. Like, my wife's not a carrier, so we're fine, and yeah. I don't have to worry about it. But that's the long and short so of that. So your
0: mom and dad were carriers. So the, that's how it works. Yeah, okay.
1: so the one in a million odds were that my mom and dad just happened to be carriers of this super rare gene. Like, they did, like, a whole, like... uh like a college paper, like write up, like research study, like a whole thing. They're like one of the only people in the whole world that have this specific strain. It's just, it's like a whole thing. Wild. Yeah. Cause so a little bit crazy. So, but it, it just, it definitely did create some interesting family dynamics. You know, me and my parents were really tight growing up. I mean, spent a lot of time together in hospitals, just like things like that, um, so, yeah, it was a little bit different family situation, just a little bit of background on that. But, yeah, I made the, the decision and the the transition going. And I think that's part of why, you know, my decision to, like, wait on college was a little bit more. Because, like, I kind of realized how, like, sheltered I was a little bit. Just, like, being really close to my family. I still had friends and, like, got out and whatever. But in terms of the hockey world, we didn't travel a whole lot because, like, it was hard to travel with my brother and sister and stuff. So, yeah, that made it uh, a little bit trickier going to the program, but uh, it was good for me. I think that was part of the the thing that I was like, I'm so glad I did it in hindsight because I needed to like kind of break out of yeah. that sheltered lifestyle a little bit and like explore and like just like be on my own a little bit and like obviously most people do that at college and I think it was good for me to do that earlier just. Yeah, and it, was, it. it was helpful for sure.
0: But I mean, yeah, I'm saying it was hard on you. It, it's funny saying that because it's probably much harder on your parents oh, to yeah. let you go. Because <laughs> yeah. I know how close they were with you and how much yeah, yeah. they loved you. And um, with a family like that, obviously every parent loves their their child, but... Yeah. Um, they they definitely had a different love for Hudson, just in terms yeah. of safety wise and making yeah. sure he was okay and nothing bad would happen to R- Rick him. Rick will so,
1: appreciate you talking yeah. about that.
0: You know, he wanted to say hi. So <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I mean, I lived with fashion Ann Arbor, so I know his parents really well and um, just great people. I've obviously, been over to his house and yeah. Um, no, I, I it had to have been so hard on your parents just to let you go yeah. and have you not leave home or have you not live at home, but. You get to Ann Arbor, and we got a pretty good crew there. I mean,
1: yeah, no, good group of guys, and you know, help that I ended up getting to live with you. I mean, there was a little bit of a, a hiccup to start there.
0: <laughs> so Fash gets kind of put in a tough billet situation. <laughs> oh God, that was fucked. Um, that you was know, I, mean, I feel bad about yeah. it now because <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go to you go to juniors, you know, and and everyone gets a different billet situation. Some guys, you know, hit the lottery. Some yep. guys are a little less fortunate. Um, not that Fash got put in a bad home with bad people. It's just. Wasn't really working out, um, especially yeah. for a guy. When you leave home as a junior in high school, it's like you want to be in a good spot. Yeah, right? yeah, that's a big deal to be leaving home that early. And um, I mean, it was great for me because you know I'm living out I'm I'm living at my billets by myself for the first month or yeah. or so, and you know obviously get to be friends with Fash. Didn't know him too well before, and he's like, yeah, I, I just. <laughs> gotta live, you know. I gotta live with someone, and gotta live somewhere else. So we kind of orchestrated this deal where he moves in with me and my billets, and
1: <laughs> it was such a sketchy thing. My parents were like doing it behind the program's back. They were, it was a mess. But and we did like a like casual meet and greet at the cabin to make sure your billets yeah. didn't the guy was a psychopath like <laughs> yeah. it was like this whole thing we did it was so sketchy and i like felt bad about it because like so kevin the ended up taking my billet house and had to live there for two years yeah. but like, <laughs> it was like the worst part in hindsight i felt but so bank, bad about banker
0: was the perfect person yeah. to live there because they were a little older billet family so not you know the... The yeah. life was just a little different, and Banker probably slept 16 hours a day. He would always take like four or five-hour naps, <laughs> and cool just like midday, and then he'd go to bed two hours later. It's like, why are you sleeping so much, Banker? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? I mean, you obviously, it worked for him. He's yeah. a pretty good player in the NHL. Yeah, no now, kidding. But...
1: exactly. I know. I felt terrible about it, though. I like sewered him, but it actually did work out for the best for everybody, so happy ending there, at least. But yeah, exciting out to live with you know Captain America himself, Gage Osmus, so that was fun. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I know I, exactly. I know. I know.
0: But uh, so Fash moves in, and we—I mean, we obviously good friends, so we have a great time living with each other and ton of stories. But one of the funnier things was we were—you know—we lived—we lo- lived in the same house, about thirty minutes away, thirty-five minutes away from the high school, and our our first class would start at like seven a.m. So we leave so it. Awful. We leave our we leave our house at six a.m. and Fash and I are both very similar. We we don't say a fucking word in the morning, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Not it's, morning people. It's yeah. you know we're we're driving we're driving to school and we're just stone faced, <laughs> fuck. But anyways, we were tasked with picking up Hunter Miska, our goalie, because he didn't have a car at the time. And Miska is, Misk is a little different from us. He's he's a morning person. He's got energy. So we'd pick, oh so we'd pick up Miska every morning, and he'd get in the car and just start fucking talking to us. And love Miska to death. Miska, yeah, if, if you ever listen to this, I mean, it's nothing against him. We love him, but it was just the mornings where Miska <laughs> talk to us in fashion. I would just be looking over like, oh damn. It. This guy can, shut can't them. fucking talk right now. Like you're just pissed at everything in the morning, yeah, right? Like, you're like just mad anything goes wrong, like fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. like so there's one time, like uh, Kendrick Lamar came out with a came out with an album, and I, I kept playing like the same songs over and over because I liked them. And we're driving to school in the morning. Fast, like you fucking play a different song.
1: This is the same me. album for like a fucking month straight. I'm like, play a new fucking song. Spotify's out now. Yeah. Like what the fuck? We're done with CDs now, guy. Come on fuck me and i was like not a rap guy growing up either so i was like you know trying to be nice about yeah. it I'm like all right yeah it's just some rapping. it's with like the same five fucking songs every day and i was just, like he was vibing on it or something i don't fucking know you did turn me on to like country music though so i, I gotta respect you for yeah. that my dad was like a, a little bit of a music nazi like he was like metal rock that's like a classic that's yeah, all, you're, that's all you're all allowed to listen to as a kid and so like i finally like moved away and like got to experience other music for the first time. It was some quite, was good yeah. and some was bad.
0: Yeah. Rick, Rick definitely wanted Hudson to share the same exact flavor on everything as he did. And Hudson had a few different things that he liked that Rick didn't like. So, like, when he moved away from home, he's, like, got to, like, listen to those things and, like, got to do those things. So it's kind of funny. but oh, uh, So, f- I mean, fashion. we had a couple good trips, good good experiences. What, yeah. Is there anything that sticks out, like a trip that sticks out to you that we did there? and.
1: Uh, yeah. So this is actually a funny story. So the, the first trip to, to Russia, our Moscow trip, I remember we were roommates and I had like, I don't know why we ended up being roommates. I was like, Oh yeah, well let's like share shit. And then like, we got there and you're like, we left the trip and then you were like, we're we're not being roommates anymore on the road. And I'm like, yep, you're right. (laughs) We we were like both like, we spent way too much fucking time together to be road roommates too. Like I, we both were like, I was Like, like, you're right it's like you're right
0: married we're like hey we, we need some hours we're gonna fucking kill each other <laughs> like
1: i love you to death but yes and i was like as soon as he said that i was like you are 100 percent right i'm like i like need to get away from you it ended up working out great i ended up room with Clint lewis like we had a blast we fucking, fuck it it was perfect but it was i just remember doing that and i like i don't know why that was it stuck out in my mind because there was a power outage in that hotel too and that, there was a couple nights that was. There were that, a couple
0: nights there. That in I was Moscow I was worried for we, my health. We thought we were gonna die. <laughs> Power went <laughs> out, gunshots, gunshots everywhere. Oh, no. It
1: was that was. It's just
0: classic Russia stuff. Yeah. Power out, gunshots outside. All of us like flinching, like holy
1: fuck. This is the this is our first like most of it. was my first time in anywhere yeah. other than like you know Canada and the yeah. U.S. Yeah. Really. So like I was like. All excited, I'm like, "Oh, we're going to Russia!" I'm like, "This place, fucking no bueno! Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> oh,
0: brutal. <laughs> One of my favorite memories from uh, the program was we go to we go. We, when you play on the program, you play college teams, so we, we go play oh, the go, yeah. we go play the Gophers and. Fash <laughs> is like.
1: I love how this is your favorite memory, you piece of shit. <laughs> the <laughs> fuck!
0: Bash I don't know like, what happens. Fash is like. The gopher's biggest commit. Like everyone's like, We got this kid coming to town. I'm like they're all watching him and Seratory <laughs> just fucking lines him up and kills him. Just <laughs> kills him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Kills him. <laughs> and we're all like, oh my God, look, he's killed this guy coming in Minnesota like next year. It was so funny. Like, I got fucking blown the fuck up. We was the
1: biggest hit I've ever received in, in my yeah, in life, in my get, career, still to this day.
0: After the game, go upstairs, talk to the parents, and obviously, Fash's dad there. Well, I Rick, played four minutes. It was the Rick, first Rick, series. <laughs> Rick's like, Rick's all, Rick's all fired up. He's like, what the fuck is that, Gage? Your kid's coming in next year. He's. trying to kill him what the hell is that (laughs) you know
1: like it was so my official (laughs) visit the next day cause like I just stayed there for another day
0: (laughs) it wasn't just like he got blown up like it was like a oh Is he going to
1: be okay? So what happened was, too, I'll give you a quick walkthrough. So I'm breaking the puck out. I'm going up the the wall. I'm right wing. So I'm on the far side boards at Mariucci. Mind you, you know how wide Mariucci is. It's a goddamn ocean. So Saratori is on the home bench, and he he gets a line change, and is on a full sprint as I'm coming up the right wall and just timed it perfectly. So I had a guy on me as I'm trying to break out, and then I can't see him. So I legit, I get past my guy. I'm like, oh, I got past my guy. And just fucking murdered, like murdered <laughs> right in the chin. And I remember, I just like I remember getting hit at one blue line, and I remember coming back to consciousness on the other blue line.
0: <laughs> I was like, "How'd I get
1: here? <laughs> fucking crazy!" And like he was so good about it. He felt terrible later on, but like that's his role, and he was he was doing what he had to. Yeah, and, uh, we were. we're good friends now and it's all good. But yeah, my official visit was a little awkward. <laughs> like, Hey, what's up, bro? He's like, Hey, sorry. That's my bad. It's like, it's okay.
0: <laughs> and then I, I got to share one more story, um, from Ann Arbor of us too. So we'd always go, we'd always, when you're in Ann Arbor, it's, it's, it is kind of like people make fun of it. It's like not, it's like, you know, army camp. Like yeah, yeah, It kind of yeah. is. I mean, we had a nine o'clock curfew every night. Latest you could be home nine o'clock. They'd call your billets at nine, like, "Hey, is he home? Yeah, he's home. Okay, thanks." Well, yeah, fuck. we were actually very well behaved because we were just kind of focused on hockey at the time. we are but-
1: exhausted twenty four seven. Like yeah. Our, We get to, we wake up at six. We go to school till one thirty. We go to the rink from like three to like seven. And then we're like home, have dinner. We had to do like homework. Go at to night. bed. That sounds we're fucking. You're fucking exhausted. <laughs> that sounds,
0: that but anyways, the season mean, yeah.
1: season ends. You get a little Pe- break finally. Pe-
0: people don't, you know, we're like, we're finally like, eh, what are they gonna do? Kick us off? <laughs> so we go off for prom. We go off for prom and and fashion. I one of our first times ever drinking or whatever. Come back, come back after prom and. I just remember our billets were still awake for us when oh, we got yeah. home. Oh,
1: so rattled. I'm, I'm the world's <laughs> and we, worst fake drunk
0: person. And we, and we walk in, we walk into the, the uh. kitchen. Our billets are awake. And they're like, how was it? And Vash's like, oh, it was great. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> that was just unbelievable. Now, no, we were, we've been having fun all night. Uh, I don't am like, oh, my God. <laughs> Try <laughs> I mean, you look blacked out. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> you don't have to yell at him. in, settle in. I was like so no, nervous about
1: faking like, and not yeah. being drunk that I like worked myself up into like screaming. I and mean, they were like so confused, they actually thought I was still sober. They thought I was like <laughs> fucking with them.
0: Yeah. He's like, they thought he on. was drunk. I'm, I'm like, out I'm of that fat, somehow. Like, Fast right you have to yell at him. <laughs> It's so funny Like I'm trying to play it off We're all like nervous Driving home Like oh fuck They're gonna know it Well like I was
1: like Perfectly
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> The worst part was I was like perfectly fine Like he was more drunk Than me in the car Like I was like nervous About drinking Like barely drank anything Like And I get home And I fucking panic. Full panic mode Cause like I was such Like I never drank at home I never had to come home Like ever And I was like Such a goody two shoe Like and then, yeah, the next day, I mean, I don't know, maybe he was lying to my face, but John was saying he thought you were drunk and I was sober yeah. and I was fucking with him. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, pissed. Sink. I was
0: like, are you kidding me? Did you hear This I'm fucking
1: idiot came you know? in here fucking spitting in my face and, and I, I'm the drunk one. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> we wow. yeah, had so much fun. It was so good. I was like, I was all, just like just walking in, behind like, me. I'm just like walking in like, all right, let's play it cool. And then all of a sudden, I like. What the hell is he doing?
1: <laughs> uh, absolutely blew that one. Uh, oh. So good. I mean, they didn't—they didn't really give a shit at, all at that point either. No, it was like no, there was like we were leaving in like a month, and they like, were really good, great
0: people. No, they, they, they were, didn't were care, awesome. So. Um, well, yeah, it's time to get into Minnesota now. We got another, uh, not got another gopher on. Let's hear how it is playing for the gophers. The best, I'm just glad I watched <laughs> it. Like, you're in
1: uh, the Clues and the Clinton. I know all those guys pretty well. And I saw the fucking North Dakota banner in the background. I'm like, that was like the only thing behind you guys. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, so <laughs> that's going to be the only thing on the wall. And I'm going to have to fucking tear it down mid fucking <laughs> podcast here. So I'm glad we, we got we a We bounced venues. It's a good setup. Yeah, bounced Yeah. <laughs> This is much better. We got a lot more variety, a lot more wild gear. I like it.
0: So here's my okay. This gotta is what I Stop crying first. This, this, <laughs> this, <yeah>. Christ. <laughs> this is what I want to ask you. So we've brought this up before. You know, some guys go into college and they're like, "You know, I'm trying to make it NHL." Then some guys are like, "I got to get a spot on the team." What's your thoughts coming into college? Like, are you like, okay, this is another stepping stone to where I want to get? Um, is this where you want to be?
1: um yeah so it's actually it's funny so <laughs> when i first committed i was like oh, i'll be a good stepping stone good process mm-hmm. and then i had a horseshit senior year of high school like horrible like i was awful like, it was probably my worst year of hockey to date and so i remember like the end of the year meetings i was talking to our coach of the program and he was just like trying to kind of break the news to me that like you're not donnie gonna was
0: do donnie was giving it to you straight he's like you know what, yep. Fesh, if you want to play in the nhl you got to start doing this this yeah i yeah, remember yeah, you telling me that i was yeah. like Dunnies, a he was he's legit,
1: no and I needed that. And like I, I was, uh, it was like he did it really well. He wasn't screaming at me, and he wasn't like he was just like, you know you know, what round do you think you're going to get drafted in? And I thought I was getting drafted pretty high, and he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like, uh, that's yeah. not going to happen. How about no?
0: <laughs> I mean, well, it was... Fash was kind of a first rounder the whole time, and he yeah. did kind of uh, – I had a bad year. Had, he he you yeah, a great a year senior, what, fourth round? Yeah, I ended mean, up which, round. Is like uh, yeah, which is like a steal for what you were as a player, but
1: – Yeah, no, I mean, and like, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, so I had a horse shit senior year. So that kind of changed my viewpoint on going to college. So, I was, like, kind of panicking, and, like, I had my agent send me these reviews at one point, which is, he's apparently an asshole. I didn't know that. And I was just, like, <laughs> out of left field, and, like, as I was supposed to get drafted pretty high, and I was just playing, like, shit. And he's sending me all these, like, draft reviews, and it's, like, fucking C-, C-, like, D+, and I'm, like, having, like, fucking panic attacks. So, yeah. I'm, like, okay, this summer, I'm getting dialed the fuck in. Like, I went so hard that summer on, like, workouts, diet, everything. Like, I was fucking insane about everything and there was this world junior trial camp and don lucia the head of the go- uh, the gophers coach obviously was the world junior coach that year so i kind of got like a little bit of like a all right i got a preview of like what i can prove for like this upcoming season so i'm like i gotta go hard because like I, you know i'm not like i don't have like a reputation carrying me yeah. right now or anything so like And I had a really good world junior camp, and so that kind of helped me out going into it. But, like, my mindset was just, like, I got to just, like, reconfigure, you know, my radar a little bit here and try to, you know, kind of come back down to earth and figure it out. Do
2: do you think that helped you, you know, like, your struggle, your senior year?
1: 100%.
2: Totally changed your mentality and that kind of boosted you through your college run.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Of just being like, all right, this is this is the new normal for me now. Like I gotta dial this the fuck in. Like this is like this is no joke. Like this is my life. Like this is I worked way too hard and way too long and like poured in these goddamn long ass days of the program to just piss it away. So like I'm like, all right, I'm in, like let's do this. So yeah, I think that helped a lot in terms of just like you know readjusting my mindset and being like I gotta I gotta work harder, I gotta be more disciplined, I gotta you know do this that and the other thing. So, yeah, that was kind of my look my look going into the Gophers of just being like, okay, this is like how I need to do that. And
0: yeah, how were you, I mean, how were your years there? Did you you obviously had that great team freshman year? Yeah, um, came up short. I mean, what what are your thoughts? Let's get your opinions point, on that. I mean. Six, you, what? I mean, it's yeah. What was that? Well, well, here's the thing is like, <laughs> sorry. That sorry. point, uh, how, that point uh, six game, happened? that point six game probably fucked you guys. It came up tr- short fucking. That probably... I'm not going to say point
1: six. Are you fucking kidding me? the fuck out of my face like that. <laughs> so <you just> quietly <laughs> somebody, s- kill
0: somebody. <laughs> yeah, you want to fucking go? Yeah, let's ask him how he did in the uh, 20, uh, what is it? 13, 14 Frozen 4? 4. Yeah. No, okay. What, well, we, we beat you guys. But here's what that's here's what, what I wanted first. to here's what I wanted <laughs> to get at, though. Yeah, yeah, you guys probably got kind of screwed over from that game because that's such a big win. How do you show up for the you know like how do you play that next game after yeah. like you such pull a big off high. that win? Yeah.
1: No, it, that was part of it. But I mean, in all honesty, I thought we we came out fucking because you strong. guys had
0: you guys had just as good of a team. I mean, your team was nasty that year. And the yeah. Union obviously is good, but the, the, that game yeah. didn't go.
1: I think we play that game like ten times. We win like seven or eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm not I'm not trying to like fuck with anyone. I like, no. genuinely think that. I mean we were up two nothing like immediately. I was like Yeah. Sorry for the fucking mic. But yeah. We were like, it's fucking over. i yeah. like, we just want a natty ship. I'm fucking selling I'm like, we're done It's GG's. And uh obviously didn't go like that, so that sucked. But uh Yeah, I mean I think like I think the win had something to do with it, but like we came out so strong that I'm like, I don't know. You know, like we came out like Buzzing and then fucking Gossip is like I'm just gonna win this game. It yeah,
0: was like, he was yeah,
1: like a like a superhuman. Stupid. It was he just like <laughs> went around. He went end to end like multiple times. Yeah, like, what the fuck is this? like? I was getting so frustrated because he kept he, would go around me. We go around everybody. It was fucking crazy. Like it was like I played. That was the best game I've ever seen a player play. Like, yeah, on the ice. It was insane. So, I mean, that was that was frustrating a little bit, but, I mean.
0: So, you're playing in the Big Ten, obviously, and we were all f- kind of familiar with the WCHA. Yeah. So, like, where where where'd you enjoy playing in the Big Ten? Do you have a couple favorite spots? Did you like to go on the road? And
1: Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, well, I mean, part of the Big Ten, I mean, you get to charter everywhere. So, you are not you don't really get to experience the the other schools as much with that. So, that kind of sucked a little bit. I mean, just in terms of, like, I mean, obviously, it's sick. You get a fucking charter flight. Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. Right? Yeah. I'm complaining about private fl- planes here. So, I'm like, yeah. but it's like, at the same time, you're like, you miss the, like, culture aspect of it, of, like, getting to meet the guys you played against or used to play with when, in terms of us, like, going to Michigan go see, like, JT and Modern and those guys are, like... So, I mean there's some give take with that you know it's cool that you get the charter flight you get to come home right away get better rest recovery blah 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 but at the same time you don't get to experience the other places and so i mean for that i mean i love playing at wisconsin just because like it was a it was a rivalry still for us and like we're not yeah because i was we were the first year of the big 10 so it was like we're restarting all these rivalries we haven't really had in a long time so it's like the first couple games it's like you're trying to get the momentum of these rivalries going again so wisconsin was already there so i think that was my my favorite place to go and they were yeah. really good my freshman year yeah they were and we kicked the shit out of him so it was so gratifying <laughs> yeah.
0: was that your Cuz <laughs> mccabe
1: was there still yeah and, that was your uh,
0: fr- you guys won the wc or you guys won the big 10 regular season but they had they were the reason we got into the tournament because they won the big 10 tournament, the tournament. tournament. we didn't win the tournament yeah. yeah yeah they had a nasty team that year but we beat them yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to see who has the bigger dick in the yeah this yeah. is just like
1: going back and forth, back and, then, and, forth, and, forth.
0: Then we, and then we got absolutely dummied by ferris state and somehow won and then we dummy minnesota and they somehow win i don't know what the fuck oh yeah right <laughs> fucking guy yeah
2: oh i was in sioux city watching it all like
0: fucking <sighs> right. <laughs> I was actually scratched for all those games, so yeah. I was like, "Fuck, we're winning." Yeah. <laughs> Can this season end? Get the season, just, get this season over. Or, you know, fucking go back to school and work out. Try to get a spot on the team next year.
1: Yeah, fuck.
0: That okay, was... so you went three. You graduated after three years. So you go to college yeah. for three years. You graduated. Yes. You're always a smart kid in school. I mean, what what's the choice there? I mean, you obviously. Sorry for your senior classmates. I mean, Fash was always planning on leaving early. He didn't want to stay <laughs> for four years.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Fucking Kluz gives me so much shit for that. But, yeah. Um, not in a bad way. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of the plan in terms of just, like, scholarship planning. Just because, like, I mean, Minnesota has so many, like, high-octane like octane players. I mean, you have Letty there for a year. You have said there for three. You have, you know, Phil Kessel there for one. Aaron Ness is there for a year and a half. Schrader's there. Like, there's so many short-term lease guys yeah. that yeah. are there that they're, like, a lot of times you get there and they're like, okay, like our plan for you is this. So like, what do you think about that? And I'm like, sure. (laughs) Sounds great. I have fucking no idea what you're talking about, but sure. Let's plan on that. And then it was just kind of, so I got, my rights got traded while I was in college. So that was kind of a whole whirlwind of a, like, I didn't even know that was possible as a college athlete. I had no idea that was a thing. And so that kind of shifted how everything played out just because like, like I said earlier, I was a fourth-round pick. So it's like, I mean, we all know how it ends up being. The first-round pick, you get kind of everything. Like, you get yep. – they're going to go after you. They're like, all right, Even we want you right away. Is. Yeah, like – exactly. Like, like Middlestad, they were after him hard. They're like, You're, we, we want you. Like, let's go we'll put you on the power. Like, they'll tell you anything you want to hear to get you to leave early. Yeah. And so, like, I got traded, and then I got traded for, like, a little bit higher value than I was originally tr- like drafted for. And so then now Buffalo is starting to, like, all right, hey, like, what do you think you want to get out of here? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> All right. And so like, this kind of just like the way everything planned out. And then, um, because I graduated my, after my third year, that also had another thing with it because that way I could, I had more leverage to force like immediate NHL games and burn a first year of my entry level. Yeah. So that kind of weighed into it too. Cause like I, I get way more money by doing that. So like it was tough. Cause like, I, I could the, definitely going back for my senior year. And in like hindsight, it's like, fuck, I maybe would have stayed, you know, but it's like, it's so hard to look back and like, think about it that way. And it's like, I yeah. had a good opportunity with Buffalo. Like they weren't a good team. I was thinking I could really establish myself in the NHL. And you know, hindsight's 2020, 20, but I mean, they had a pretty good team the next year and, you know, I wish, you know, I wish I could have been a part of that in hindsight, you know, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, so you sign after the year, you play right after the year in the NHL. Yeah. I literally
1: mean, played like five days later.
0: Wait, what what's the, mindset when you're in the locker room bef- that that day you know you're yeah. playing like going out f- on the ice for the game like yeah i can't even picture that you know like, you picture it for your first college game it's insane
2: yeah
0: it's the nhl's 10 times more insane like i would be f- shaking in my boots <laughs>
1: oh yeah I, my, I was wasn't even shaking out of like nervousness it was like adrenaline like i was like so fucking amped i was like i was just like a cloud nine, like I couldn't even like I don't even know what I was thinking because I was just like so like fucking ready to just go and just how'd play. you play Scored, yeah, yeah.
0: It good. A lot of guys who play their first games, yeah. Brock, other, score. they score. Brock, because you got never so much adrenaline that. going, you're like you're like this is gives you the that's best the best game game you'll ever yeah. feel
1: on the ice in the history of hockey in the history of athletics is your yeah. first game at the highest level because it's like. Because I mean, what's actually funny is like a year or two later, like one of the player development guys, or it might've actually been Balsma, because he was the coach there. And he like, he's like, yeah, your first game, you're like, your skating looked great. And then the other games, your skating looked like shit. <laughs> <So> I <it's>, like, <laughs> well, I don't think that's a compliment, yeah. but uh, yeah, probably just because it was my first game. But you guys like dumb? Like, how, do I have to spell this out for you? Like, yeah. what do you mean? Why do you think my first game was better? Like, I was like confused how they were even asking me that as a question. You think
0: rather- there's a way you could... I mean, you're never going to recreate that energy for that first game, but like there's got to be a way for you to figure out a way to get into it as much as you did there consistently. I mean... I don't know. How do you find that adrenaline without that first game? I mean, is there a way you can get there without that first game jitters? I'm I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's some kind of mental thing you can go through. I feel like like a guy like Brad Marchand kind of plays with that mindset. Kind of goes in every game kind of like that.
1: I mean, it's fucking hard. I mean, you figure it out. I mean, you're gonna be wildly successful most likely I mean, yeah. i think that's the thing i mean i think it's like a clear mind almost you know i think that's kind of a weird way to think about it but it's like as long as you don't have other shit on your mind it's like you can give yourself 100 percent to the game a yeah little bit. i think that's the closest thing you're gonna get out of just like pure adrenaline just because you're so excited i think it's just having a clear mind i mean that's something that i think i mean if i'm you know playing hockey for my whole life and i think that that is the higher up i've got it's like if you can just clear your mind you have nothing else going on you're not thinking about anything else you're not worried about Fuck, even in the, within the game, like you're not worried about going up and down the lineup, you're not worried about playing time, you're not worried about anything else.
2: You yeah.
0: fucking
1: play the shift. Yeah, it's the closest thing I found. But I mean, it's kind of corny, but that's the closest I have found.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you've you've you got that first one out of the way. You've you've played actually quite a few since. Um, yeah. What's your mindset going into those games? Is it different from when you were playing juniors, high school, college? I mean, what differs there, or is it the same?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's something that, you know, uh, I get like a cup of coffee a year is about where my, my rate's at, roughly. So it's like every year I'm like learning and learning, and it's like I think I've come to learn that like you have to show them something in those games. You know, you can't just be like, because it sucks because you get there and then the coach is like, in his mind he's like, Okay, you're gonna play fourth line, so don't fuck this up. Yeah. But on the so at the at one hand you're like, Okay, I can't fuck anything up, but I have to prove I can do something. So you're yeah. like this whole scale balancing act of like risk reward. Yeah, risk reward of like, okay, well if I fuck this up, then I'm never getting called back up. But if I don't do anything, I'm getting sent back down. So yeah. it's like you gotta you gotta do something. So it's like I think that that's kinda the, the crazy part about it now, is just like what I've learned is like at, well, as I'm getting older, my risk my is just gonna fucking gas the risk because there's my I'm gonna get yeah. sent down regardless so yeah. it's yeah. like I may as well give it a shot and go out swinging it's kind of my mindset a little bit but yeah I mean I think that's the biggest thing that I've, I've looked at in terms of I mean you're trying to make a you know earn, earn your spot in the NHL right yeah.
0: so it's kind of funny you're I mean you've been with Buffalo and Arizona which nothing against you I mean it's like <laughs> just two kind of terrible organizations in NHL I mean not terrible but just not successful yeah. um, is there any you know differences in the organization organizations um do you kind of realize like uh, this is kind of why they're not successful and other teams are um, yeah i mean
1: a little bit i mean i think for a long time arizona just didn't financially have the money to win you know what i mean like they weren't like the owners didn't have the money to go to the the cap ceilings and like i mean you see the cap the cap i mean it's hard to win when if you're not up against the cap in the nhl i mean it's just the reality of the situation i think that that was something that kind of sucked for arizona and i think buffalo i mean they just didn't have like they just had so much turnover it's like no one ever really got a chance to like set the team up because it was like every three years and they just kept sucking and then it was like because that's one thing in the pro hockey world that people don't necessarily like to like consider is like gms have their guys and it's like if you're not their guy it's see you fucking later yeah and that is like that's the clearest thing I've ever seen. in like, like, uh, the new Arizona GM came in and like cleaned house. I was like one of the only guys that came back. And like, he went out of his way to be like, I want you back. Like, let's get you back here. So, like, I was like, I'm, like okay, he wants me back. Like, that's good. Cause yeah. like, that happened to me my first year in Buffalo. Cause Tim Murray traded for me. Like I said, he kind of traded a decent amount for me. So he like had something invested in me and wanted to play me, blah, blah, blah. Then the next year, a new guy comes in, and I'm on the first cuts at camp. (laughs) I'm like, okay, this is uh, another wake-up call here for Hudson. So, yeah, it's like things like that that I think are, you know, those are my takes on those.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of politics, right? I mean, the
2: the business side of hockey, it just, it's kind of sickening to a point, you know, like, all these guys are putting in very close to the same effort, and it's just like, if you got one guy in your corner, that's yeah. literally no, all yeah, it, it, it takes, you know, you, what it is for and, sure. it, and trust me, I'm you, I'm sure there's guys out there that are obviously super skilled and they, yeah, you know, they've earned, no what. It, yeah, earned their spots and yet, it, but it is, it's an absolute total business side, especially when you bounce up and down, like you talk about, yeah. you know, you have to prove something. <laughs> but you can't fuck it up. Yeah, I know. I know. It's funny. and so how are you supposed to balance that? How are you supposed yeah, to? I you talk about having a clear mind. That's it's the like, toughest.
0: Yeah. That's the toughest it's position hard, yeah. to be in in sports is when you're kind of on the bubble, up and down, and you know, like like Fash said, you got to do something, but you also don't want to do something bad. So it's. How do you, how do you like,
1: yeah, it's, yeah, that's the, that's what I mean. Like, you have to have somebody in your corner to be like, ah, let him fuck up a couple times. You know what I mean? And then you just got to risk it and then hope you're making the right plays a lot of the time. And I mean, the way I always like to think about it too is like, like you said, that line is so thin. And it's like, you think about it's like the top 25% of the league, maybe even 30%. It's like, you run like simulations on NHL, it's like those guys are always there. Yes. They're just like, they are better than everyone else. But it's like the bottom, like, 30, 40%, 30, 40%. It's like the number it's of times they're there, it's like it fucking year. could be crazy. It's just like things that are small. And, and you know, you just got to be willing to accept that. I mean, pro sports is like uh, you only have so much control. It's like somebody yeah. has to give you the opportunity. It's like you don't put yourself on the ice, so, you know?
2: So I'm going to say there's always this conversation, you know, some people believe confidence is like a huge thing in yeah. sports, and other people are like it's all about preparation. Do you yeah. think,
0: do you think, Preparation gives you confidence.
2: Okay, but how about it's if we're having the conversation about somebody being in your in your corner, how nice is it to have that confidence yeah. oh, from man. that?
0: The amount of confidence you get from someone in your corner, it's insane. Yeah. That's, so, the, that's the biggest confidence boost you can ever have. Yeah. Because you know some guy likes you, and even if you make a mistake, you're like, oh, he still believes in me. Yeah. Versus yeah. someone who doesn't really believe in you, and you make a mistake, and you vote you've been playing well, you're probably fucked. Yeah. Because the guy doesn't, like, necessarily like you, and you're like, fuck, now I'm fucked because I made a mistake. Like, now I can't play. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and they're, okay, so I'm going to actually play the devil's advocate against myself here, which is a weird thing to do, but the other side of it is from the GM's perspective, it's like they have to keep their job, Yeah, They have to keep,
0: yeah. 100%. 100 It's like, so it's like,
1: Everybody wants to peg them as like this evil fucking demon. It's like they're people that are trying to just do their job and they need to keep their job. And it's like the best way for them to do that is to be able to prove to the owner, well, I brought these five guys in. They're doing better. Now the team is doing better. See, I'm good at my job. I mean, that's the really dumbed down version of it. There's a lot more that goes into it, but that's the general idea. And so it's like yeah and so it's just it's fucking complicated there's yeah, a lot of shit going on know. and it's always fuck. like people are just like oh fucking it's always hilarious on twitter you see people what the fuck
0: is this guy doing here yeah. And it's like yeah I don't, I don't know i was
1: asking the wrong guy
2: i don't know if you guys uh heard the bill Guerin um he had an interview on KFan or something and everybody's talking about oh dumba's gotta go dumba's gotta go dumba's gotta go and it, he just kind of said well first off you don't know what's going on in the locker room. The only people that do are the guys in the you know in yeah. o- hockey ops with us. So like well, nobody's not, leaking anything to we're you not, guys. We're not yeah, getting rid
0: of Dumba. Everyone likes him. He's a good player. Yeah. you guys are idiots. And, and that's <laughs> yeah. and that's
2: what he said. He's like, why why is it why is this conversation not about Fiala? And he said that straight up. And it's just I think. The way Garen handles hockey operations. I fucking love it. He's just so honest. I love it. Yeah. He's so yeah. honest. He's like, why is it Dumba? Why does it always have to be Dumba? Fiala had a great season. He was fucking awesome for us, but he disappeared. So how, how are we not having that conversation at the yeah. same time that we're having this Dumba one? Or maybe it's somebody else in the lineup. Or yeah, So yeah. No, I, it... I just like that straightforward it is. mentality. Rather than... It's not it's not about his guys, really. It's like, how yeah. can I put... yeah a team together to win
1: so i mean yeah i think you think the the way to like be a good gm i think is to kind of not have your guys because yeah. that's what everybody else is already doing so it's like yeah. if you're, you're different then you're automatically going to have an advantage you know and yeah i mean, I mean I, he hasn't made a lot of bad moves in my book yeah i mean i don't know what you guys think but he's like he's made
0: some i mean it seems like every one of his moves has been good Like i mean yeah uh, he put a good he put a great team on the ice this year the damn near i mean I mean, they only you know, won six games against St. Louis, but they, they, you know, they were competitive there. And I think St. Louis and Colorado are the best teams in the West. Yeah, it's crazy that they um, had to play each other first. It's yeah, insane. so I mean, it's but, tough. But before we, before we do get out of here, I did want to bring up um, some part, one part about playing hockey that I think it, that I find is very interesting. Um, just because you know, you grow up. Girls are always like, you know, I want to date a hockey player. I want to marry a <sighs> hockey player. And, you know, it, it is cool. It's cool to date an athlete. But one part you don't think about and why I bring it up is because Fash has been dating the same girl. And now he's married to this girl that he was sweethearts with in high school. Um, that's got to be hard. You're up and down. You're traveling all the time. You're up and down, switching cities. What's what's the relationship life like when you're playing pro? I mean, that's that's a that's an interesting part of, of pro hockey which no. people don't think about they'll think of like girls who are dating hockey players and like oh he just likes a hockey player yeah, but like that's a tough life for girls
1: okay I'm gonna back up for a second and be like Maddie's gonna be fucking shocked that he that he asked about her <laughs> yeah. because Maddie and Gage fucking it. hated each other for the first two years <laughs> that's always how it is oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah we
0: battled that he was my friend I'm like yeah, yeah you gotta hang out with me
1: oh like, <laughs> well, yeah and, and I'm a fucking dick dickhead him in the junior yeah. in high school trying to make a high school relationship work he's like yeah that's not gonna pan out like <laughs> tell her to kick rocks <laughs> and that he's like yeah gauge sucks i'm like so they're they're good now but it's just it's funny to think about the back of the day when like those who used to tilt and now he's like going out of his way to ask about her which yeah. is, is a good question it really is but um was just funny but yeah no it's uh it's crazy i mean it uh i was talking to somebody the other day and i was like you in hockey it's like you either get somebody before you play hockey or you get somebody like after like very rarely do you find somebody in the middle just because it's like it's hard sometimes you can get away with it in college just because you're in the same place for three years but like pro hockey and like junior hockey is a fucking nightmare for trying to find like an actual partner for life just because like you're moving around so much and like you said it's just like so hard to like maintain that doing long distance is a fucking nightmare so yeah, I mean it is it's definitely hard on her and she's been she's been great about it. I mean she had to like switch careers to like accommodate the like hockey schedule so she could be fully remote. Like she's working in IT so like she knows nothing about IT. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it was, like the job worked out and she loves it and it's it's good, but it's like at the same time it's just like she's not doing her like what she actually wanted yeah. to do. She was like wedding planning before and she was like loving it and whatever so yeah i mean it's uh it's great it's you know it's really nice to have that person to come back to when, you, especially when you're playing pro and like i mean you guys know when it's like to come back and yeah you just don't have anyone to come back to and you're just like alone with your fucking thoughts and it's like you're playing like shit and you're just like yeah. you come back and you're just alone you're just like this fucking sucks yeah. and you're like i'm gonna go drink now which yeah. is probably not healthy at yeah. all and you just fucking spiral. you can easily spiral out of control and you see a lot of athletes with a lot of fucking problems and shit and i mean I think part of it is having, like, somebody you can go home to and, like, you can vent to and they're not going to, like, enable your bad habits. They're going to be like, all right, well, what's, like, a realistic, like, I'll have a good conversation. And yeah, like, willing to just talk to you about it and they're, like, interested in your day. So, yeah, I mean, she's been awesome and, yeah, it's been, yeah. It's been good so It's
0: shit. just a tough, it's a tough job. I mean, no, I, yeah. I think about it like those girls, they kind of give up their lives. Yeah. They're waiting at home when you're on the road yeah and, oh fuck you know like all this stuff. and then you get <laughs> back home they like want to hang out and they're like well the boys are going golfing and <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <I'm sorry>. yeah <laughs> you know, we'll hit up the you know we'll hit up the winery later or something <laughs> yeah or like they just want to like
1: hang out with you they don't want yeah. to yeah and it's like yeah well, i've we ran into that my first year like we were so we got married and then she like moved out and our first year we did that it was like fight after fight i'm like i'm fucking exhausted babe i love you but i'm not going to the fucking mall right now like that is not happening (laughs) no chance in hell i just got my ass kicked on the ice for fucking three hours we just had a fucking seven day road trip i'm gonna sit my ass on that couch (laughs) she's like we would just get in so many fights and like eventually like we just like you just got to grind through it and we're we're in a really good place now of like she's gotten used to the lifestyle a little bit and like i've also like, okay, I'll go to the mall every now and again. Yeah. You know, you got to do those things in a, in a relationship. There's a little bit of give and take on both sides, and yeah. So I mean, now we're gonna have a kid, so we're just gonna re rack, and this is gonna be chaos all over again. I think yeah. here, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> it'll be good. That's we're a excited. great way to put no, it. <laughs> we're excited.
2: Again.
0: As hard as it is for the girls, there are plenty of benefits. You yeah, know, they, no, they make yeah. so many friends. It's like playing hockey. You make so many friends yeah. every team you play on. It's that's the best. That's my favorite part about hockey is the the people you meet. Yep, yeah, the friends you make. And they kind of, you know, some, when I was younger, it kind of, I didn't understand why, you know, the girls would, it bothered me sometimes, you know, when they, like, if you win a big game or we're at some type of league championship, and some of the girls are acting like they won with you, and you're like, uh, you're, you're not on the team. What <laughs> the fuck, you'd sell you about? Yeah. <laughs> you're, just a, you're just a girlfriend. Uh, yeah. You didn't win. <laughs> but yeah, now when I kinda, get to pro, Now, yeah. yeah, now it kind of like you, you kind of respect a little more like they are. I mean, they live that They're life grinding. with you. Yeah. They're not on the ice, but they like grind with you and like the, the fucking moving, man. That's yeah. the worst part yeah. of his
1: whole lifestyle is the moving. Well, you fucking know, you move, move for a living,
0: for the fuck's sake.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking oh we that's were why doing, I, did it. I
0: did it it was the only thing I knew how to
1: do it, <laughs> no shit man I mean that's the worst part I Means every six months like all right pack the house up again and it's just like
0: where well, are we going well you
1: bought all the home day course so yeah you, know, you can go pack that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, yeah, that one always goes well.
2: Yeah, yeah, you remember those curtains we bought a month ago? Yeah, pack them. We're leaving.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my wife's finally got on boards with that shit. She's like, we're not buying anything. It's yeah. great. She's yeah. like, it used to be like, well, I want to make sure I'm at home. Like, I live here all the time. And I'm like, I understand that. That's fine. Go buy it. We, we will be moving in three months. Just yeah. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'll pack it. Yeah. We've done it three times. She's like, I'm not buying fucking anything anymore. Yeah. Fuck that. We have like like the nice plastic plates so they don't have to like wrap them individually. Oh, yeah. we got all sorts of like crazy weird hacks (laughs) that we just like live with now it's like fuck it we (laughs) of eating off plastic plates every day but like yeah anyway (laughs) she's done a good job she's been awesome and yeah they get to make some friends and like they do enjoy it and like the traveling around together is fun like we like to travel and so that that's been a nice part of it and like when would she ever be living in fucking tucson like no chance and like, yeah. she still gets to come home and see her family in the summer so it's yeah. like you kind of get the, a little bit of that is still nice but yeah a lot of it is uh it's, it's one of those grind.
0: it's one of those grasses greener type things i think because i think most you know wags wife and girlfriends of yeah. the hockey players or athletes i think They're kind of like thinking like most of the time, like, I can't can't wait till he retires and he's just at home all day day or whatever. But then they're probably in the same positions as the athlete when they retire. They're like, I I miss going to the games and the girls and like doing all this stuff. Well, it adds a whole
2: different camaraderie aspect to it, too. I don't know if you guys were on teams with a lot of girlfriends or whatever and pro and stuff, but... Uh, like if you don't get to go home for a Thanksgiving or whatever, yeah, like yeah. you get together with the guys and their gals or whatever, and you kind of have your own family
1: create your own yeah, family. yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And that, yeah, that makes it, yeah, it's a cool, kind of cool aspect. And it's like you meet these other girls that you're like you never thought you'd be friends with these yeah. other girls even. And it's like my like roommates in in Rochester. We had a pretty good crew there. It was like a lot of older guys in Rochester. Like like Maddie still takes like stays in touch with those people. And then obviously friends in Tucson and like maddie harder's wife like there's just always there's so many people you meet with traveling around that uh yeah it's really cool to see all those interactions with them too
0: for sure well great week fellas thanks for coming on thanks for having me and uh we'll see you we'll see you all next week